and welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, teachers. Thank you for being here on today's episode. I am excited. I always, always enjoy um, getting to have teachers on the podcast and then as well as teachers who have branched and found, you know, a next step or a next chapter, um, teachers becoming entrepreneurs. Those are my favorite interviews. So today I have a guest, Noelle, and she is here. You'll learn more, much more about her and her background. Um, and then a lot of helpful tips that she'll share along the way, which will be awesome, inspiring and encouraging to you. So thank you, Noelle, for being here. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here with you today. Yes, so happy that you have taken the time and your experience and expertise to share with teachers who are learning all the things teacher-related, leaving teaching, um, starting in their own online business, um, wherever you're at in the journey. Um, I hope you get so much from Noelle's background and what she shares. So, Noelle, let's just jump right in. Sure. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about you and your background? Absolutely. So my name is Noelle Custis, and I am a mom of two. I have a 21-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son, and I am married to the man of my dreams. It is actually my second marriage, and I was a teacher for 24 years and took a huge leap of faith about a year ago and decided to take an early retirement from teaching to really, I know we're going to talk about it and dive into it, but to really just explore a different part of my journey. And I'm going to be 50 this year. So this is a really big year for me. And I'm super excited. I never knew I would be so excited to turn 50. Uh, but really That's excited. And now, yeah. And now I get to be the founder and heartbeat behind Rise to Shine Co., which is my new business and my latest love. So it's a lot of fun. Love that. And I love how um, positive and just the message that, you know, we're never too young, never too old to step out of our comfort zone and do, you know, what's best for us and our families. So I love that you shared that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So let's start here. How did you know and it could be a million different things, but how did you right. know it was time to leave teaching? Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. It could be so many different things, but after 24 years of really, when I stepped into teaching, I think like most of us that become teachers, we know that that is like our life calling and you hear that a lot. And I 
felt like that from the time I was a little girl. I loved to play teacher. I knew I was going to be a teacher and there was just no other path there. It really was one of those situations where it was like full speed ahead. So here I was 24 years later and the irony in it is that number one, I had the best principal at the time. I I was working at an amazing school, tons of great students and colleagues and all of the things, mm-hmm. but I was still, even in the most, uh, you know, what you would think of as your perfect scenario for a workplace, yes. I was just losing joy. And The second thing that was starting to happen is I was bringing this stress home and I wasn't able to put work aside. It was always with me. I felt like, you know, every single day, every night I was carrying that with me. And third, I think about that and I go, you know, it really started to become about the top down policies that were starting to happen. And I felt like it was becoming impossible for me to serve the kiddos the way that I had always served previously. And then it was kind of one of those things that it was way more crying started to happen than smiling. And on Sundays at two 30 in the afternoon, I was really feeling those heavy feelings. And I thought, this is not what it used to be for me. And right. I think all of that put together is when I knew something had to give, something had to change. Right. My goodness. So many, I'm sure so many teachers can relate to this. I experienced the exact same things as you and it's so real. It's just mm-hmm. so real. Yeah. <clears throat> so we talked a little bit about your transition story, but wow. maybe give some details like how you went about leaving. Yeah, because that was the scariest part. And yes, I will definitely say that fear was my biggest obstacle. Fear and also just, um, you know, obviously being nervous about what the next steps would be, what that even looked like. How do you even go about this? And the biggest question was, you know, what was the judgment that was going to come? Because- I was 24 years in. It wasn't like I was a brand new teacher where people maybe would have a different expectation of like, okay, so yeah, you know, you tried it. It just isn't your thing. And you would like to transition out. It was 24 years in and I'm looking at retirement being seven years away. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the ideal, as we know, as teachers, the ideal numbers all were to align in 12 years when I turned 63 and had all the years, all of the things. And that felt like a lifetime. That just felt like a lifetime away and living the way that I was and all of this stress. And so basically after 24 years of being in the teaching, you know, profession, the pandemic had hit um, in 2020 and I really started to sit and have time to reflect. I'm sure again, you know, so many teachers feel this, like we are so good at staying busy that we do not take the time to really be able to sit and reflect. So there were lots of, yeah, there were lots of coffee chats with my husband um, as I was home teaching and 
I went, you know, the year went by that first year, then we went back to the classroom and I had high hopes thinking, okay, well, at least I'm back face to face with the kids. Right. But when I went back, I realized the world had changed. The kids had changed. The culture at school had changed. Everything was different. And that was when I thought, um, gosh, I don't know if I can do this. But then again, you know, again, it was like that scary part. Yeah, so after yeah. this really supportive, you know, community, and thankfully I did have a principal that was very gracious. Uh, I went and I just had a really honest conversation with him. It was probably the scariest, scariest conversation I've ever walked into because I didn't know what to expect. Right, and right. I have to tell you, he was, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say that he wanted to also make the same move, but he did mention that he was a little jealous that I was starting to think about making this transition. And actually during the pandemic, just a little side note, I had started a little jewelry business and it was really just for fun. It was just so I could be, I mean, you know, we were just getting familiar with Zoom and I was on these Zooms with women and we were laughing and having fun. And it was like the part of the pandemic that actually was a bright light to me. So I started to, you know, recognize how collaboration and being with people and women in particular was something that really lit me up. And so from that, the transition slowly started to happen. After that conversation, though, I will say my principal was very helpful in the next steps, you know, okay, so what do we need to do? My husband was great about it. And then we just started taking those steps towards, you know, deciding, is it going to be just a year off? Do I actually take the big leap of faith? Um, But I always knew I could go back to teaching if I really wanted to, you know, and I think that was what I held on to was knowing that I could always go back. And that's what my principal always reassured me of. So that's what started that transition for sure. Wow. What, what a journey, what a story for sure. And I know so many people can relate and also it gives so much hope and encouragement to other teachers who might be at that place where like in the back of their head, they're thinking like, gosh, can I really do this? But hearing, you know, these awesome, amazing testimonies and stories gives them so much hope. So Mm -hmm. yes, thank you for sharing that for sure. Absolutely. So we, we heard when you were talking about your background, you, um, became an entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit how you decided upon what you are currently doing? Did you hire a mentor, take a course? Mm. How did you find this? How did you do this? Question. I, you know, so like I said, I had started a jewelry business and in that space, I did have some mentors that, were were I was working with at that time, but I always knew that it was going to be more than jewelry. I never, I never saw myself as just, you know, selling and styling jewelry. That wasn't, you know, my forever, but it was at least something tangible that I could hold on to. And I thought, okay, let's start with that. 
And then I, in my mind, I always thought, well, there's, you know, I could always go back and, you know, sub if I wanted to, you know, because then I wouldn't have the worries. I could show up and just be the teacher for the day and right, I could right. home and remove it. So I, I really didn't know. And that's why I say, when I say it was a leap of faith, it was truly a leap of faith because honestly, you know, there is judgment, especially from our colleagues, because yeah. I, I think for a couple of reasons. One, I think people think you're nuts. Like, quite frankly, people go, you're so, you know, you've been in it so long. Like, how how would you even think of something else? And you don't even have anything like super lined up. And, you know, for me, it had gotten to the point where it was really about the value of life for me. And I know, you yes. know, we'll probably to that a little bit more, but it was one of those things that that outweighed the other, you know, components of it. And then I also feel like our colleagues are nervous for us because they do care about us and they're going, what is she going to do? You know? So I ended up um, having some mentors and I started doing some work on myself. I really started looking at my own mental health and my health. I was, I was uh, seeing a counselor at the time just to kind of work through a lot of these feelings. And I started to be open to possibilities. And that led me down a road that I had no idea existed. Because honestly, I had no idea the possibilities that were in front of us with mentors and coaches. And I came across a podcast, as a matter of fact, came across a podcast, and I was just so intrigued with her message. And I ended up working with her and funny. yeah, and so it ended up leading me to a certification program as a transformational coach. Well, to be honest with you, I was not thinking I was going to do that as part of my entrepreneurship. I just wanted to gain some leadership skills and kind of just, you know, explore it. Well, that definitely led me from one thing to another. And that is what started the whole ball rolling. And so now underneath Rise to Shine Co., uh, it is all about helping women shine from the inside out. And through that, I do the jewelry styling. But I also, because that's the outside part, right? Like we all, you know, love to feel beautiful on the outside. But really my heart and my passion is about transformational coaching and helping women to find their purpose, to find, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Um, You know, we can be happy when everything is going right, but true joy comes when we're living in our fulfilled purpose. And that's what I love to do, especially working with teachers. And maybe it's not even about changing a career, but adding value to their life to where they're not living in this stressful, because it's not easy to be a teacher and you have, right. But if you still have the passion to be in the classroom, there are other things that you can work on to equip you with tools to be your favorite version of yourself. I always, I, I used to say best version, but now I say favorite version because best version sometimes adds a little pressure. And I, I don't want to add women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What you're doing is so needed. It is so necessary. So I just love, I love that you're serving that way. So cool. And what a cool, like how it all panned out. It's just awesome. So fun. So fun. Yeah. Um, so what, 
what does your day look like as far as like how you run your business, how you would be a mom and just dealing with life? Yeah. So I have to say that one of my favorite, I have two favorite parts of my day. And one of my favorite things about my day, which kind of envelopes the entire like meaning of all of this is that I wake up every day and my heart is not racing with anxiety and I have the joy that I was searching for and that I was looking for because I have this freedom now and I have the freedom to design my schedule. My second favorite part about being here and being able to do what I do is I never was able to take my son to school. My son was going to a different school. And so my husband was the one who would do most of the carpooling. And I will tell you, even at age 14, taking him his eighth grade year and being able to, it sounds silly to some, but grabbing my coffee, putting up the messy bun and literally just getting in the car and being able to spend that 15 minutes with him on the way to school has been one of the biggest highlights of my life and what we get to talk about, how we get to listen to music together. It's amazing what our kids will share with us during those small moments and that just small, intimate time. Yes. And it's, it really has been, it has really changed my life and has become part of my why, because I know that time that's not going to be forever. He'll be driving one day and he'll be grown up. And I just want to take advantage of that. But when I get home, I get, like I said, I get to design my day as an entrepreneur. So, you know, does it still take a lot of hard work? Absolutely. Is it a perfect scenario every day? You know, are there still things that, you know, go wrong? Absolutely. All of those things. But there is something about when, you are living in your authenticity and you're living in that joy. It's a different type of stress that you don't experience until you're in it. And um, yeah, I just, I am so grateful to be able to be in that space. Uh, Like as you're talking through that, I'm like, oh my gosh, don't choke. I'm like tearing up because I, I can relate. I just remember when I was teaching, like I would be dreaming about, how can I spend days at home with my kids? And I missed all the baby years because I was teaching and I was just so ingrained with that work. Um, And now, you know, I have that freedom too. I get to wake up, I get to feed them breakfast and I get to take them to their school. Like it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I love how you say I get to, because it no longer feels like, oh my gosh, I have to get them breakfast. I have to get them ready. I have to get to work. It's no longer that we, it's like your perspective and your lens just changes and you get to say, I get to do these things. And so you just see the value a little bit differently. And I think because we have been dreaming of that, that was a desire. It was a desire of mine when my kiddos were just born. I was so sad when I had to go back to work. It was like, I couldn't wait to go see my kids. And that's why I think as women, we struggle a little bit because there's almost a shame. We don't want to admit that we're not ready to go back to work because we want to be this great teacher and we want to serve and be with those kids. But at the same time, our heart sometimes is longing for something different and we have to learn how to balance all of that. Yes. Yes. Oh, so good. 
Um, so I'm sure at this point, teachers are wondering like, what, I wonder what she would have known prior to leaving. Is there something mm. that you could tell teachers that you wish you had known prior to leaving? If there's I, anything. Yeah. You know, I really, I really wish I would have known that there were other options out there. I think that, you know, I was in school at a time where everything was pretty much like, um, described for you. It's like, you become a teacher, you become a fireman, you become a lawyer, you know, that I didn't think outside of the box that you can still do what you love and use your talents, use your, you know, all of the things that you are good at to do something different. And the possibilities are endless and there's actually so many more resources out there. But again, I feel like we get so caught up in our busyness that yeah. we don't, we're not even seeking that. And, you know, mine came through a podcast that led me from one thing to the next that I had no idea that that was out there for me. So I would definitely say, I wish I would have known about the options. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known about the resources and that they are truly limitless. And there are definitely places you can go, you know, and just even listening to podcasts like yours, it's like, you are providing opportunities for women to connect and be able to find what some of that is for them, because it could look very different for everybody. Yes, yes. And that that was my whole ultimate goal with this podcast is I'm like you, I did not know the amount of different possibilities and ways that you could go beyond teaching that are actually Mm -hmm. out there and kind of, they're not easy to get to. I'll say that, but they're kind of like at our fingertips almost like they're just out there. We just have to open our eyes and be open to see them because absolutely there are, there is something out there for everybody. If you want to leave teaching, there's something out there for you. We just have to do the work to find it. So yes. Yeah. Um, you, I know you talked about this a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. already the changes or difference in your life, like just speaking about the joy and things like that. But, yeah. um, now that you've left, what would you say are maybe two or three biggest changes or differences in your life? Mm. So I would say the first change that came about for me was being able to, for the very first time in my life to focus on me. And I didn't know how to do that. I was always so good at serving everybody else that I didn't realize how much work I need to do to do on myself. Yeah. So so that was big for me. I think working on, you know, my mental health, manage how to manage my stress and, you know, what my purpose was being able to dive into all of that and just having the time. So that was definitely one that's been a change or a difference for me. Time freedom is huge, you know, that I know we've talked about, but even just being able to travel and take my work on the road with me, I can still be with clients when I'm traveling. My husband happens to be an entrepreneur as well. And so it's great because we can do those things. I can make it to every single ball game for my kids and, you know, help my daughter move into college because I don't have to take off work, you know? Right, right. So that's been, that's been the biggest blessing. And then I would say the third is, um, I think overcoming that fear of feeling that things were limitless, like 
I was only going to make it to this salary unless I became an administrator or a counselor. Like I felt like there was always kind of this ceiling that happened. Whereas now I have this, you know, new lens that I look at things and I go, wow, there's there, things are not limited anymore. You know, I can change paths. I can, you know, I can explore all sorts of things that, you know, that I want to. And I think that's been a big change for me as well. Wow. So good. All three of those. So good. Um, so as we wrap up, um, teachers might be thinking, wow, maybe I want to ask her some questions or I want to ask her how she did X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. So how can teachers get in touch with you if they, you know, they're having that question or want to ask you something? Absolutely. So I, you know, never thought that I would say that I live on, you know, my social media platforms, but I do happen to live on Instagram. (laughs) And I do want to say that there's lots of positive things to surround yourself with on these platforms. So once you start following more people that you love and, you know, all that positivity, it doesn't become so daunting. Uh, But you can find me on Instagram at joyful underscore Noel, N-O-E-L-L-E. And I love being in the DMs. I love when I get to connect with people and we get to chat back and forth. Um, So much fun. Um, I'm also on Facebook. So you can, uh, I have a private group called Rise to Shine Co. uh, So you can look that up. And um, yeah, those are, those are probably the best places. When you get into Instagram or Facebook, there's lots of links on there for different things to explore what I do. And, and, you know, I love relationship building. So Yes, that's so important. We as humans need that. So important. Absolutely. Um, so I will include those links in the show notes. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my goodness, what did she say? Um, <laughs> go to the show notes, scroll down, and you can click directly there and find it. So let's leave one final piece of advice for teachers. Just on a positive, let's send them off. And what do you have as a piece of advice for teachers that they can take? I would say uh, the biggest piece of advice that I could say is we only live once. And I just want to encourage you, if you are feeling any type of calling in your life that you are meant for more or something different, act on that. Start to explore that because I promise you that you will not have regrets in that. And I just feel like living my life with no regrets and being able to look back and say, I did it. Um, I just think that that is so valuable and, you know, the value of time is just huge. So I would just encourage you because there are so many resources out there, just start dipping your toes in it and see what comes of it. Awesome. What a valuable piece of advice. That's amazing. So thank you again, Noelle. And Teachers, check the show notes for links, and um, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks again, Noelle. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. It was a great conversation. All right. Bye-bye.